Hello and welcome to the Lean Girl Fitcast, your place for mindset and motivation mastery on your fitness and fat loss journey. We are going to be deconstructing these common mental and emotional struggles that we face when we are trying to lose fat, when we're trying to get lean, when we're trying to build our best bodies ever. Because knowing what to do and actually taking action in between those two is all of the thoughts and emotions that often hold us back. So in this episode, we are going to be tackling motivation. How does one stay motivated? and inspired to keep going because guess what results take time they take patience and if you are not in it for the long haul and you just rely on you know feeling motivated today and then tomorrow I'm not going to be consistent because I'm not feeling motivated how do we get to a place where we have endless motivation and inspiration so that we can stay consistent and we can actually get results I'm welcoming again my husband, Gilan Gork, to join in the conversation. Gilan is an expert mentalist. He has presented in over 40 countries and he specializes in helping high performers move from a place of deep happiness while maintaining peak performance. Welcome. Thank you. Moving to a place of deep happiness. You said oh. move from a place of deep happiness. Oh, we want to get to. <laughs> we want to have it. We want to have it all. Unless you're already there, then you're fine. Um, so Gilan is going to bring some psychology and mindfulness tools into the mix, and we are going to apply that to fat loss and to a fitness journey. And so the question we are here and going to answer for you today and give you a practical tool to walk away with is to say, when you are feeling that bout of demotivation, you don't feel like getting up to go to the gym, you don't feel like cooking yourself a healthy meal because you know what, my progress feels so slow, I'm not where I want to be, um, you know, this takes feels like it's just taking too long, perhaps that's even, you have been consistent and your results are feeling slower, that could be due to high expectations, so there could be a lot of reasons that you're feeling this way, but what do we do in that moment where we are feeling uninspired? demotivated and why is it that we get to that place and so we are going to give you by the end of this episode a really practical mental tool that is going to help shift that feeling within you and give you endless inspiration and motivation yeah we're going to be sharing the three motivation blockers because i think it's counterintuitive um actually the answer to this We, we don't really expect it because we've grown up in a world where we think to ourselves, oh, I'm feeling drained. What can I have to re-inject into, into me uh, energy and enthusiasm and motivation? You know, we, we're always looking to add to ourselves. You know, we're feeling drained. Let me have a coffee. Uh, it's, you know, I'm you feeling know demotivated. Give me a pep talk. Let me watch a video. Let me, you know, do what you were know, you going to say? Do you know what kind of works? What? Monster. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, but we do, we, we, we have become conditioned to think that if we are lacking something, we need to go out and get something to fix ourselves, mm. right? And the same actually is true for personal development. And I'm saying this being in the personal development industry. I forget who said this now, um, but I, this line has always stuck with me that personal development is an act of subtle self-aggression. So when you're sitting here thinking to yourself, oh, I'm feeling so demotivated, we suddenly think to ourselves, I have to fix myself. Mm. 
And what that what that creates now is even more self-judgment, even more criticism, like I need fixing. What can I do to give me that? And so we start seeking, what can I get? What can I get? We become a little bit needy in that way, right? right. So I think that um, all of this ties into the three motivation blockers, but the um, the counterintuitive approach here is that it's not about how can I get more motivation. It's actually about what do I need to let go of so that my natural sense of enthusiasm that's already under the surface, you know, right. like you've got all the energy in the world, but we obscure that. We, we, we bound it up and it doesn't come out because we become um, consumed or captured by either seeking something outside of ourselves as if we're going to find our motivation and happiness and enthusiasm in that. Um, but actually that lands up um, uh, uh, constricting us and limiting us from actually allowing our natural enthusiasm and motivation to come up. Yes, that actually makes a lot of sense because I think often what happens when we're in this cycle of feeling demotivated and frustrated, there's so much sabotage that happens there's so much negativity about ourselves we should be further ahead maybe we're not trying hard enough perhaps we have been consistent we have there's just so much resistance and as we've learned and been building up from these episodes we've we've come to realize that it's this resistance that is actually causing so much of this inner turmoil, right? You just are not accepting that either things take time or perhaps having a bit of self-compassion that, okay, maybe you haven't been perfect, but moving from a place not of desperation, not of I need to fix myself, not of I'm not okay and this thing is going to make me feel okay. As soon as you soften that, and you say, okay, this is where I'm at right now. How do I move forward? In, of course, the most sensical way. Um, and so this is where our motivation blockers come in, right? Yeah. What are the things that are stopping this motivation and inspiration from shining through? So there are three things that, um, and this is not an exhaustive list, but I would say if we just focus on these three things, most of the battle is won. Mm. And so... So again, these are three things that we need to let go of. The first thing that we need to let go of is self-judgment. And um, our brains are judging machines. We're hardwired to judge everything around us. This is good. This is bad. This is right. This is wrong. And we tend to judge ourselves as well. We tend to judge our situations. We tend to judge our decisions. We tend to judge our character, who we are as a person. And the worst thing we can ever do is to start to shame ourselves, which is like a personal character attack mm -hmm. that we do on ourselves. So the first thing to let go of is self-judgment. Mm -hmm. And the moment we let go of that, we make room for self-compassion. Mm. You know, everybody says, oh, just practice more self-compassion. Well, how do we do that when I'm in the midst of judging myself and criticizing myself? And, and that, that subtle act of self-aggression, right? Yes, I need to fix myself. And I think self-compassion is, is such an important one. I think when it comes to dieting and fat loss, there's so much around control and you feel like, you know, it should be easy. You should be able to just do it, just take action, just be motivated. And often there are many factors and sometimes perhaps you are even doing your best and being able to recognize that and not judge where you are. I remember times where I would have so much self-judgment 
that I would like try and think back now what did I eat yesterday why is the scale up what have I not been doing properly maybe I didn't track my food properly and it just gets into this as when we were preparing we're like it's like a shame shit storm people <laughs> and of course that leads into wanting to again reach for food or reach for something that makes us feel good and we know that that's not the answer yeah right? exactly exactly um when it comes to um self-judgment one of the ways to make it practical to to end that self-judgment is to have uh, almost like a radical acceptance mm. of two things one that the situation i'm in just is the way it is right so maybe i'm you know looking on the scale and maybe i either haven't lost the amount of weight i wanted to or like in my case put on the amount of weight that i want to trying to build muscle or i look in the mirror and maybe i'm not looking a certain way whatever the case is i just have to say okay it is what it is. It is this way because of all the different forces that have made it what it is. Mm. Because this moment right now, including how I am, is the sum of everything that's come before it that's made it exactly what it is. Mm. And so the second facet to that, which is the other side of the same coin, is to say, I am who I am based on, I am the sum of all of my lived experiences. And so all the decisions that I've made, you know, our lives are a, are a reflection of all the choices we've ever made, right? And maybe I have made some poor choices that have made me, you know, the way I am right now, perhaps. Or maybe my expectations are, much, are way too high and aren't aligned. But regardless of, of which, what the, situ the reality of the situation is, I am who I am right now. Based on, I, I have had no control over that. I am the result of all of my lived experiences that have made me make those decisions in the first place. And now, if I'm going to uh, choose to do things differently, I'm empowered to make that decision because I've come to the acceptance mm -hmm. that I have made the wrong decisions based on whatever has made me make those decisions. Now I'm more empowered with that. But instead of judging and criticizing myself and being stuck in the past, I can now move forward because I've had that acceptance, I've got the acceptance of how things are and I've got acceptance of who I am is really what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Mm. And so um, when we take out that self-berating element, then we can take away that judgment. So motivation blocker number one is to let go of self-judgment. And what will shine through on the other side is that beautiful self-compassion. Yes, and you don't need to try to have more self-compassion. Let go of the self-judgment and natural self-compassion will start to shine through. What is the second thing that is blocking our motivation? The second motivation blocker is desperation. Oh, yeah. yes. I think desperation and that feeling of I need this and I need it now links back to attaching our happiness, thinking that once I have got this thing, it is going to make all my problems go away. Everything's going to be wonderful and I'm going to be so happy. As soon as you, as you fully feel that and can acknowledge that that is not the case, you've been somewhere before where you had a goal, you achieved that goal and that goalpost just moved or your focus changed to something else. There will always be something in the future, an ideal point that you can be reaching for. And if we are always placing our happiness on that next thing, we rob ourselves of being happy right now. So what would happen if we 
get to that point where we can release that feeling of desperation? What is the result of that? Yeah, you know, it's uh, in an earlier episode, we mentioned how when we're children, we have this uh, happiness attribution error that happens where uh, we're, we want a chocolate. And in the moments of seeking that chocolate, we feel a great deal of uh, desperation for it, right? And, and, and unhappiness. And then uh, our parents buy us the chocolate. And in that moment of getting the chocolate, our, our seeking comes to an end. And in that moment, because there's the absence of, of seeking, the absence of like need, it allows our natural happiness to shine through because our innate nature is happiness and, and peace. But then we wrongly attribute that to getting the chocolate. And so mm. we spend our entire lives trying to pursue external things, thinking based on that experience and many others that seem like that, that when we get external things that, you know, that's going to make us happy. But if that was the case, once we got one thing that was supposed to make us happy, we'd be happy the rest of our lives. It doesn't work that way. We're always, like you say, moving the goalposts and we're always finding other things to place our happiness in. But our happiness, what we seek is already inside of us, right? We just need to clear the, just the, the stuff that's obscuring it, which we could summarize as um, seeking and avoiding. Right, which comes from desire and fear. So when we when we have a sense of desperation that I need this, well, okay. why do you need it? Mm. And usually the answer is I need this because I think it's going to make me happy. Right. And the moment we realize that that is a delusion, that that is a and listen, I get it. Like I mean, I've, most of my life, I bought into that as well. The whole world buys into that, right? If you look at celebrities as an example of this. A massive goal for a lot of people is to be rich and famous. And unfortunately, it often takes people to get to the result and many years down the line to say, okay, is this it? I now can recognize that, I, that I'm not happy or this didn't bring me the happiness. And so when you move from that place, having that understanding that it will guaranteed not mean that you will be happy. It's kind of like, okay, well, my goal is still cool. I'm still cool to move toward that, but there's a softening around us getting there. There isn't that I must do it and I must do it now, which is causing that feeling of unhappiness and desperation. Yeah. The, I, yeah, I think it was Jim Carrey who said mm. that I, I wish for everyone to become rich and famous so that you can finally understand that that's not going to give you the happiness that you think it will. Mm. Um, so the first thing is, whether it's now or in the future, it, it, it is um, not putting our happiness in objective things and external things, right? So the moment we take away that sense of desperation, in other words, the I need that mm. to feel okay inside, then suddenly we make room for contentment, mm. fulfillment, mm. a sense of completeness, mm. because I don't need external things to make me happy. I'm already, my, my, my natural state is happiness that I get to feel when I'm not trying to seek things or avoid things, when I'm not fearing and desiring. So that's desperation. That's number that's two. Number two. Number three is impatience. And so that's why, you know, if you combine desperation and impatience, that is the, I need that and I need it I now. I need it now. Right? And I think impatience is something I have really had to work on because I am someone who's like, if I want it, I want it to get it right now. And unfortunately, when it comes to getting any kind of result that's meaningful or worthwhile, it takes time. I love to use the analogy of a cake. 
you can have the right ingredients, you can follow the instructions perfectly, and then you put your cake in the oven, and if you take it out after two minutes, your cake ain't gonna be ready, okay? So sometimes it's really giving yourself sufficient time and being able to enjoy the process, right? Exactly. And to use your cake analogy, you, you know, it doesn't make sense to say, well, you know what, I'm going to turn the heat up much higher because then it'll be done quicker because then actually you just burn the whole cake. Similarly, we'll burn out if we think I'm just going to take this extreme action, yes. like totally cut out all cut food, you know, <laughs> yes. just going to, you know, drink water for a week. You know, it's yes. like, well, you know, and in the work world, one could say, well, I'm just going to like burn the midnight oil. Like at some point you're going to burn out, mm. right? So that doesn't work either. You want to do the right things right and allow it to take the time that it needs to take. Mm. And that's only a problem. We only feel that things take too long if we're suffering along that journey. Yes. But if we're enjoying, if we feel good throughout, then it's okay. Then we've got the patience. Mm. So a lot of people say, well, just have more patience. Well, how do you have more patience? The answer is let go of impatience. Yeah. That is how we make room. That, and then our, na our natural ability to have patience, our natural experience of patience will arise. Yes. And I think it's so um, important to, to really let go of that impatience. I think it's the impatience that makes us act kind of crazy. We start doing things that are completely out of sorts we just are willing to do anything and everything we are willing to have injections we're willing to have pills and shakes and whatever whatever it is to get to our result faster and again it's links back to the reason because we think that's going to bring us the happiness so i really love these three motivation blockers that we've shared here and again this podcast is meant to be practical so please write them down in the in your phone notes perhaps you're going to have a lean girl fitcast notes in your phone so that you can really go back to these and when you are feeling that demotivation or uninspiration you know i do not want to do this i don't want to do my workout i don't want to get into the kitchen and cook a healthy meal you can go back and say cool how can i step by step start letting that motivation shine through and that inspiration shine through so the three things that we are letting go of self-judgment we're letting go of desperation and we're letting go of impatience yes and when we let those things go which, by the way, is very different to becoming violent with yourself inside, self-aggression, and now suddenly berating yourself just because you're feeling, for example, impatient. You know, mm. It's more of like a gentle, just imagine that you're just gently just re releasing your grip on it and it's going to go by itself. That's really the attitude, a very gentle attitude. Mm. And so when we release self-judgment, we're allowing, we're allowing self-compassion to take its place. When we release desperation, we're going to start to feel a natural sense of fulfillment and con completeness. And when we release impatience, then we'll naturally be more patient. And when we do that, all in all, we're going to start feeling a sense of fulfillment, happiness, and enthusiasm. Mm. Because when we're feeling when we're feeling happy and full of self-love and you don't, you, it doesn't make sense to say, oh, well, then I just feel like curling up in bed and being a hermit. No, we actually feel energized. We want to take inspired action, which is yes. another way of saying motivated. Motivated, exactly. Beautiful. I think that that is 
so gorgeous to wrap this episode up. I hope that you are going to take these three motivation blockers. You're going to try it out in that next moment um, when you're feeling like you don't want to take the action that's aligned with your goals. And I hope that you are going to start living more from this place where you have a constant flow of motivation and inspiration to live your best life, to level up and to yeah, just be joyful and of course, work toward things that are meaningful to you, but from a place of peace and fulfillment and love. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please do share it with anyone that you think will love the episode. I think anyone that wants to be fit and healthy or has any goal in their life really could really benefit from it. So it does help us a lot too to try and get this out there. It is so meaningful for us and we know that it it has the potential to help and empower so many people. So thank you to Gilan, my darling husband, for bringing your wonderful insights here. I think that these are really powerful where can people hear more about what you do um really helping these high performers uh where can we find out more about what you do sure well you can either follow me on instagram at gilan.gork or go to happypeakperformance.com and uh, i have programs that take you through a, a mental practice that we can actually embody these things in every area of our life Mm, and i think that's so important taking it from the thinking to actually embodying it yeah Yeah. exactly i I, I love that thank you so much for tuning into the episode don't forget to leave us a review share this and next week's episode is going to be about finding the balance between discipline and freedom is there a place Mm -hmm. in between how do we find it and so we are going to be tackling that in the next episode thank you so much for tuning in in this conversation with us sending you all much love for your day ahead and we will see you back here next week Thank you.